When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Alex. How are you? What have you been up to? I'm good. What have I been up to? Um, Well, I just went and saw Hamilton yesterday. Ah! I know. I know. I've only, so I've only ever seen it, like, I when Disney Plus had added it to their, like, streaming, yes. I saw it with you, actually. On the 4th of July, because I made July. you watch it, because right. it felt very American. Right. Because that was, <laughs> and that was, what, like, four years ago? That was, that was during COVID. So, yeah. yeah. It was, like, three or four years ago. Um, and I haven't watched it since, but my mom got tickets to go see it at the Fox, That's and I was so like, cool. um, yes, I want to go. Granted, I wish there was subtitles when people were talking and singing. Um, and they sing Fast, they sing fast. Too. I know. I was like, huh? I was like, yeah. I really wish subtitles you, you gotta, were a thing. You gotta study the the words, the beforehand. lyrics before you even go. Yes, but it was phenomenal show. So had so much fun with that. Yay! Um, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I just I there's been so much hype about it for so long. So I was really excited to like actually see it. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. So it was uh, well worth the wait. Uh, I miss going to the theater. Yeah. We used to do that all the time. Yeah. My mom decided to like buy season passes the past couple of years. So we've done that before. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And so she brings a different person with her to every show, mm-hmm. which is like just super fun. So she like gives me the list at the beginning of the season. She's like, what do you want to see? And I was like, oh, I definitely want to see Hamilton for sure. <laughs> and then I think we just talked because the new season came out or the new like list of shows came out. And so next season, whatever you call it, um, I'm seeing Clue, <gasps> which I like. OK, Clue is one of my all time favorite games. Um, yes. I think it is just so much fun. Um, I love a murder mystery, um, but I didn't know it was a show. I, it's a musical or I, is it just a play? I think it's a musical. Hold on a second. I think. I don't know. But I saw that and I was like, oh, I'm for sure seeing Clue. Um, So I'm so excited for that. Yeah. I I need to investigate this. So Clue, have you ever seen the movie Clue? I don't know if I have. Like, I feel like I might have seen bits and pieces of it. um, But I don't recall seeing like the movie. The movie Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite. Is it? I will have to watch it. We watch it. When I was growing up, we watched it all the time. Really? Because for my, and it was like the inside jokes for my family. That's amazing. Like we would watch the flames, which you would only know because you if you watched it. And yeah. it is so good. So yeah. you have to watch the movie. I definitely it's will. old too. It has um oh gosh, why can't I think of his name? He like always is playing a bad guy. <laughs> um, but he's like such a solid actor. Okay, yeah. wait, hold on. 
Clue movie. It's it's older. It's 1985. Okay. Um, it Tim Curry. Oh, I don't yeah. know why that was so hard for me to think of, but he plays like the butler mm-hmm. in it, and there's a lot of just like really solid actors and actresses in it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but I'm so excited about like clue on broadway yeah so i hadn't heard anything about it, but when my mom said it, i was like yep that's the show i'm going to like i chose that For over lion sure. king so i'm very excited you know i saw the lion king before because they actually the lion king was there one of the years we had the passes mm-hmm. and it was good mm-hmm it was Lion King. I like it, but my problem with the Lion King is you have to have the perfect seat for that show or you miss so much of that show. Exactly. Like even if you're not in a like limited view seat, you yeah. still miss so much because of the like the the stuff that they use on stage. Exactly. It's so massive that when it like spins, you miss like that back right corner or the back left corner or whatever yeah. it is, even if you're not like in a limited view seat. So I've always Truly. had a problem with that. Um, I feel like if you pay for a full price seat, you should get the full view of everything. Yeah, it's hard. It so that I and was it's, like, it's partly the way the fox is set up. It's true. Yeah, I feel like another theater you might not have the same issues. Yeah, like I saw um in Kansas City, there's like a star. They call it the Starlight Theater, mm-hmm. and it's set up kind of like outdoor amphitheater style. Oh, so fun. You ha- there's the stage, but then back mm-hmm. is like there's some seats but then there's also just like the grass and people would like lay out blankets and watch mm-hmm. these shows and it was so much fun yeah but i saw beauty and the beast there mm-hmm. which similar to lion king had a lot of things happening on stage right in terms of like the set design and movement mm-hmm. and all of that and i was able to get a good view of it because of how it was set up and it was set mm-hmm. back and so i feel like certain theaters just aren't made right. for those more like set heavy yeah shows mm-hmm. but i'm so excited yeah. for you next year too mm-hmm. <sighs> i gotta get back into that yeah um but that's what i've been doing what about yeah. you um my life has gotten exponentially better because my son changed daycares mm-hmm. um i'm no longer driving an hour plus that's and it's amazing five minutes from the house we so love that that's my exciting news that's yes. what i'm thriving with and doing nowadays um so nothing too crazy yeah but i've been reading some fun books okay what have you been reading so i had book club recently Mm. and we so i had a book club book and it was called the mother-in-law okay and the way it starts off is there's a woman and they find out the mother her mother-in-law died okay and they all think it's suicide but Mm -hmm. then the police are like it's not suicide and so then the story is told from multiple perspectives. Okay. From the daughter-in-law's perspective and the mother-in-law's perspective. Ooh. And it kind of bounces around time-wise from the present mm-hmm. to the past and their relationship as it was like developing. Developing. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. So it was like kind of like a murder mystery because mm-hmm. you're like, what happened to the mother-in-law? Right. Um, and is it the daughter-in-law? Cause they had a very tumultuous mm-hmm. relationship for most of this book. Um, or is it something else? Like mm-hmm. what happened? And so kept you, kept me guessing. Um, I ended up giving it, uh, four stars just cause okay. I was thrilled till the end. Yeah. Um, I love that. So that was interesting. So like not at your typical thriller, mm-hmm. but still like kind of yeah. a thriller. Um, and then the other book I read was an arc that we received. Mm-hmm. It was called the coven. Okay. And a couple of, th- I overall enjoyed it mm-hmm. for sure. 
Um, I, I gave it four stars in the end. Um, there's a couple of things I was a little like, oh, I wish you had leaned in more here. Yeah. Um, cause the way it's set up is it's like, there's this school for witches. Mm-hmm. There's all these different kinds of witches. Yep. There's like, you know, earth type witches and, uh, I don't know, like fire, fire, like yeah. all, all the things there's like elemental, but also like life and death, right. and like that kind of stuff. So anyway, there's all these different types of witches and there's a school. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, we love a school. We love a school setting. Yes. Um, but it didn't lean into the school side no. as much as I had hoped. <laughs> um, so that for me, that was like a little disappointing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a lot about like her on this like kind of like secret mission, but mm-hmm. also learning stuff. And yeah. there's a romance element that was a little too quick for me, but still overall mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, but it had a twist at the end where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, 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 this journey <laughs> was exciting. Um, so I love it when a book kind of gets me at the end. Yeah. So a lot of it wasn't what I necessarily hoped for, mm-hmm. but overall had a really like fun and interesting yeah. experience reading it. Mm-hmm. So um, that one is The Coven by Harper L. Woods. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall it was fun. Good. We love a fun book. Yeah. And some good, good spicy yes. moments. I love a spicy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about you? Have you been reading anything fun? Um, yeah. So there was two books I actually finished and then one I wound up DNFing. Oh, um, I know. So I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about it. And if you're new, well, I'm going to talk about it. Um, the girl with the dragon's tattoo. Okay. Yeah. Is like one of my all time favorite series. Right. Um, and it, it's interesting because the first three books were written by Stieg Larson. Um, he, right. he died he died but he had left notes for the rest of the series right. so another author picked up and did the second trilogy okay it was okay like i had five starred the first trilogy it was incredible the second yeah. was like threes they were like, like fine okay enjoyable little cheesier whatever and okay. so there was actually a new author i don't think any of this was written by Stieg Larson. like i don't think any of his notes carried into a third trilogy okay but a third author has picked up the third trilogy so it's which is kind of cool that it's like three different authors telling the same like same characters world world. it's almost like fan fiction yeah (laughs) that's kind of what it takes so i was like okay i'll give this because it's a female author that's taken over the first two were guys um so i was like i will for sure give this a try i could not get through it i like dnf'd it after like 50 percent. i was like this is it was such a struggle. Like it was cheesy. It was not well written. It was so disappointing. And it, it did it do a good job at least of like honoring the original story or connecting to it? it or was connected. it like its own thing? No, it definitely like connected, pulled in the characters, but it was just, it was not, I was like, ugh. That's so, so sad. I know. And it's like, I didn't have high expectations because like the second trilogy was not that great. Yeah. But I was still like, maybe. Yeah. So, but, so I didn't have that, which was a little disappointing. Um, but I have read like two good books. Um, so one of them we got, um, from T.A. Riley. Um, so it actually came out in October of this past year. It's called Beneath the Shatter. Um, so she sent it to us. I wound up three starring it. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was like fun. It was a great setup for a book two. It was time travel like Outlander where it's very like an easy time travel where it's like, she just literally went back in the past. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it can get way too complex. I love a simple, like easy to understand. You were in the same place, just like how many years earlier. Yep. Um, So there was just a couple things that I wasn't like loving, but overall, like I thought it was a very enjoyable, 
book. So I'm curious yeah. to see like what happens next. I think like the second book could be better mm-hmm. than the first one just based on like the setup of it, but still enjoyed it. So yeah. like a very good romantic read. Yeah, I, I appreciate when a book is like really setting up the next one yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So And like my thing is three stars three is good like I know everybody like it's like oh it's not a four star or five star I'm like but a three is like a solid enjoyable read it just means I probably wouldn't reread it yeah like to me that's what I classify as a three star yeah enjoyable nothing wrong with it just not like the greatest book I've ever read well and I think it's important for like you and I to explain what we mean when we say certain stars right because you know not everyone has the same expectations or standards yeah mm-hmm. or what they're what or um like scale yeah of how they mm-hmm. rank things yeah. so i think for us mm-hmm. it's just really important to clarify three is solid mm-hmm. just probably wouldn't read it again yeah four is like we really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and five is basically like we're obsessed right it's kind of like the standard for yeah. us so but yeah so i just I've, i i enjoyed it it was good um and then another one i read this was actually busy i know (laughs) what else do i do with my evenings aside from working on a magazine trying to prep for podcasting having a social life it's (laughs) It's fine i've got this (laughs) um so the other book i read was um a kindle unlimited it was called white horse black knights um this came out november so recently as well um i four starred this one um but really enjoyed it um it was like entertaining sexy fun like just a group like a broody grumpy main man as always um and I like that he wasn't like a king or a prince or anything royal like it was it felt nice to have like not the royal yeah trope or storyline like it was just something different which I always appreciate um and like the magic system was like unique she was able to communicate with animals which like I thought was like a new magic that I haven't really seen a ton of um so I just like you know that. who that makes me think of though hmm. Eliza yeah um what was it the Thornberries oh like my that- gosh Eliza Thornberry <laughs> you know what I mean oh my gosh <laughs> so that's, that's who I'm now funny. picturing as the main character <laughs> yes she did not remind me of Eliza Thornberry but I appreciate the sentiment there we go um but again this one had definite surprises at the end um okay. so I I really enjoyed it definitely in for book two on this one nice yeah um so yeah so some some good reads on that and that was by evie marceau um okay so yeah so really like that mm, yeah how fun i know good books mm-hmm. um okay one more thing before we dig in patreon yeah so if you're part of our fam tier of membership on patreon mm-hmm. one of the perks is you get shouted out on the podcast so here we go here we go we have christina p cora s and tyler g thank you thank you so much welcome to the fam yes we're so grateful you're here so grateful and just once again if you want to participate there's a lot of perks Mm -hmm. check it out on patreon yes oh quick plug i guess a new issue of romantazine coming out in two weeks yeah so our spring issue launches march (sighs) 1st you can currently pre-order um but yeah just a little plug on that it is so good so good I'm loving it. I know. So I mean, we wrote it, but we still love it. I know. Like, I understand we're biased, but like Sarah and I are also very critical mm-hmm. of ourselves. Yes. So we don't just say something's great. That is highly. If it's not great. Yes, that's accurate. That's so accurate. So <laughs> we're being honest with you. It's going to be freaking awesome. Yes. 
So if you if you want to learn more about that, you can check out our Instagram at Romantazine. Mm-hmm. Or if you go to our website, fairiesandfangirls.com slash Romantazine. Yes. You can see all the details there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this week, mm-hmm. we're doing chapters 8 through 12. Yep. And we're calling this episode All That Matters. Mm. Oh, Lydia. Back in with these folks. Ugh. Um, Chapter 8. Mm-hmm. Summary. Hell visits Hunt in the dungeons. The crew at the meat market gets a surprise visit. What'd you notice? I can't imagine how awful it must be for Hunt to be like, you already know that Bryce is gone and you're suffering, being tortured, but to know that she is not in hell. Which is like the whole, that was the whole whole point. point. Like, we don't know where she is. I cannot imagine yeah like mentally what that does to him devastation on top of like everything else he's already mentally going through with the guilt and yep being there again i just can't imagine for hunt how I awful know. that is like she could literally be lost in the universe anywhere 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 we have no idea what's happening i know and then the dad comment too like let's just throw dad stuff in could on we top just of it answer it for the love of god i know it's not that hard Ugh. okay okay so we're in the dungeons. Mm-hmm. The shadows are watching him. Yes. Hunt hates himself yes. <laughs> for getting that, quote unquote, getting them in the situation because he thinks it's all his fault. Yes. Um, but- and then suddenly the shadow smiles at him. I know. Like, wait, what? He like smiles back. He honestly thinks he's delusional. So he just like <laughs> smiles back at the shadow. But then the shadow actually speaks and says, you would do well in hell. And I was like, well, what, what, what? Uh, shadow, what are you doing talking? Yep. Turns out it's a polygon. It's not just like a casual s- shadow. Yes. So it is not death. It is. No. It is a. It is the Prince of L. Yep. Um. So you know, they're they're talking. The Prince of a Pit is like, what a sorry state you're in. Mm-hmm. Um. And so you know, going back and forth a little bit, and then Hunt asks and says, Bryce, is she with you? And he says, No. Why? And it says, Horror leached through Hunt, colder than ice. Bryce didn't make it to hell. Where was she then? Had she made it anywhere or was she tumbling through time and space forever trapped? And so he's like starting to spiral. Yes. But then Apollyon just like disappears. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where'd you go? Right. And he brought back Adis and Adis is like, where's Bryce? Yeah. And he's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. She went to find you. Yes. And so there's an issue yes clearly mm-hmm. but Adis went from being like super concerned mm-hmm. to just like intrigued yeah because he's like is it possible mm-hmm. it's like well, what do you know yeah what do you think's happening but he won't tell because no. he's like well regulus could get it out of you so i'm not gonna tell you what i think i know i know you're like oh my gosh poor hunt like so rude that's awful um and it they're like so weird like they're never direct which drives me crazy i know about them um but they they're like watching him and they say like to ensure that we can continue to rely on you when the time comes which is why they're not going to tell him um and hunt asks like to do what and they say what you were born to do to accomplish the task for what your father brought you into existence <laughs> it's like what is that the mean? dad comments and hunt says like i have no father and ada says you spent you spent too long asking the wrong questions. And then he disappears. Like, what? What? That's not an answer. Nope. Well, he, before he disappears, he just goes, stay alive, Athelar. Okay. Ay, 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 ay. I guess we'll try. I know. Bizarre. Yes. 
Okay, then we're back in the meat market. Folks are awake. It's mm-hmm. the next day. Yep. And, you know, they're kind of just chatting. Yep. Nothing too crazy. Um, but I thought it was so funny. Flynn says to Therian, how could you be so fucking dumb? And I'm just like, that is the question all of us yes. have been asking. Yes, it is. Um, and they're all just like confronting Therian and they're kind of all just catching up still. And yeah. they all now learn that Cormac is dead. Oh, yeah. Because they is, didn't know. I know. Which is crazy that it's like it's so crazy that these groups of people that are like all friends, all close. They had no idea like what was going on with this other group. Yep. Um. So he's filling them in on all the details that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Mark is kind of telling them all like it would take a trade basically to get Therian away from the Viper Queen, essentially, right. Um. because they're like, oh, we could pay her to get Therian out. And he's like, no, like because he's dealt with this stuff since he's a lawyer and like dealt with the Viper Queen. Trade's the only thing she's going to take. But like what? What do you trade? Yeah. For Therian. That's the question. Not a whole lot of options. No. Um, and then they hear the Viper Queen just outside this room having a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. And um, Ariadne said that it was some female, pretty blonde in an imperial uniform. And so it's from the sound of it, that person's trying to buy drugs. Mm-hmm. And the Viper Queen comes in to like go get, get drugs. So mm-hmm. they like, she has to go through the space to go get the drugs. And so she's gone. But then through the door mm-hmm. bursts whoever that person was, and it's the hind. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like screaming. I'm like, ah! Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Chapter nine. Yep. Bryce and Nesta continue in the tunnels, and Bryce saves Nesta. Yeah. I was not expecting Bryce to save Nesta, and I also just wasn't expecting the tunnels to have like indiana jones type booby traps i was like um what <laughs> book series am i reading put it. <laughs> that's exactly what it felt like i was like this is so ridiculous yeah um so turns out nesta has like food mm-hmm. which is nice and bryce is like you brought provisions and nesta says i had a feeling i might be running around after you for a while and that just cracked me up but you know they're walking and Bryce like sees this small little crevice that she really hadn't noticed before but like that's where the light was pointing and so mm-hmm. she kind of is leading Nesta towards that way and um, she stops Nesta because she sees all this artwork which I was like how far in did you get that you saw enough artwork to know that there's booby traps but yeah whatever um, she sees this artwork and she essentially puts it together because of her wonderful experience with just Jessica, yeah. um, and knows that there's probably traps like booby traps to stop people from going. Um, so she like hauls Nesta like back and explains what's going on because Nesta's freaking out, obviously that she was just pulled back. Exactly. Good thing Bryce noticed this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's explaining it to Nesta being like this artwork is kind of showing, like there's something probably in those holes that's going to get someone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nesta asks, how do you propose we get through then? And Bryce is clearly like thinking it through. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so funny. Nesta just like sighs as if annoyed and just like fires it. Yeah. With her like death flame fire. <laughs> and it's like all the mechanisms just like release. Yep. Um, and she tells Bryce, you have my gratitude. Yeah. And then they just go in. That's as much of a thank you as anyone will ever get out of Nesta. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know I, I have to say, I actually like, like Nesta in this book. Which Ooh, is interesting. Weird. I know. Maybe because it's from Bryce's perspective. Maybe because she's grown up a lot since everything happened in Silver Flames. But yeah. I actually like, 
Nesta in this situation with Bryce, I like how she acts. Yeah. So just putting it out there for all the Nesta stands that hate that I hate her. So <laughs> just putting it onto the universe. So they keep walking. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce is getting a little bit of background on Perithian, right? The fact that like Reese is a high lord. They don't have kings. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Hashtag bonding time. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Nesta asks her, why not let me get impaled earlier? You could have let me walk right into that trap and run. And Bryce says, I have no reason to want you dead. And Nesta says, yet you ran from the cell. Bryce says, I know how interrogations tend to end. Nesta says, no one was going to torture you. And Bryce says, not yet, you mean. And Nesta did not reply. Mm-hmm. So she's not wrong for there running. There might have been a possibility. Yeah. Um, but it felt like, you know, bonding. I feel like they're honest, but like shady, honest, both of them. Shady, honest. However, cause they're not lying. They're very matter of a fact with right. matter of matter fact. Of fact? Yes. yes. Matter mm-hmm. of fact with one another. Yeah. So chapter 10, chapter 10, Lydia asks for help. Dang. Lydia just puts it all out there and it's yeah. like, she's doing everything to save Rune. Yeah. Everything. And I am here for it. Yes. Question. Mm-hmm. I love calling her Lydia. Mm-hmm. What do you like tend to, like when you think of her, do mm-hmm. you think Hind, Day, Lydia? Like what's your go-to good name question. for her? She has so many names. I know. I think, I think Lydia is generally after this book. Yeah. I think Lydia before, if you would ask me in CC2, I probably would have said Day. Yeah. Um, and then I guess CC one would be the hind because it was just quick reference. Oh, that's so hind. interesting. Cause she like through these three books has had like three clearly different identities. Yeah. I think that's so cool that you that's can develop a character so much through three books. Ooh, I kind of love that. I love it. Okay. So chapter 10, mm-hmm. we're back in the meat market area. Right. Mm-hmm. Lydia just jumped in and is talking to the crew. Yeah. And she's just like straight in going in saying, I need your help. Like yes. I need, we need to rescue Rune. Well, also they're like, how did you find us? Mm-hmm. And she, he's Declan says, did you guess? Did someone sell us out? And the hind says, don't flatter yourself. You're extremely predictable. Yeah. <laughs> I love how she's like so desperate for their help and like needs them and wants them. But she is so still the hind. Like yeah. it's so funny how, especially like later on in this chapter when she's like dealing with the sprites and talking about Arethus yeah. and like where she is. And she's like, well, you should have asked her more information. That's on you. Like, I'm <laughs> like, real. Oh, I love it. I love her energy so much. Yep. Um, but obviously she desperately wants to free rune. Um, yeah. and she says like, I need to get him out. If you don't help me, then his death is on you and I will destroy you. Tristan Flynn. Ooh. I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, and she's so desperate because none of them believe her. Right. Well, cause they don't know, like they, they don't no know idea. everything that happened. They don't, they didn't even know she was agent Daybright. Exactly. Like the fact that she has to tell them, you're like, Oh my gosh, I forgot how much information was like dropped in CC2 like between different groups of people. Yes. And so this is like catching everybody up on her. Truly. But it's so hard to believe her. But the fact that Ethan can like scent Rune on her, I think is the like tipping point. Yeah. Well, but, and you can see how desperate she is. I thought it was so interesting that it, it talks about her cool exterior cracking and she says, I would never hurt him. Everything I've done recently, everything I'm doing now has been to keep Rune alive. Do you know how hard it is to keep Pollux at bay, to convince him to go slow? Do you have any idea what's th- what that's like? And it says she screamed the last part. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
oh this I know. is so hard for her mm-hmm. it's so hard for her yeah oh yeah but she and like to, to clarify that she is agent daybright she gives them a little bit of knowledge about how she was the one that like got the depth charger there because yep. she dropped the stone so it's like she's giving these clues that like nobody else would know like she's proving that she is daybright right exactly um and with that, she's planning on saving Rune and Hunt and Baxian in two days with or without them. But obviously she needs them yep. to get him out. Um, so, yeah. So, like, she's she's just telling them, like, Declan, I need you on, like, camera duty. Flynn, I need you to be, like, on pickup duty. Like, I need these things. I need the depth charger. Right. I, like, get it done. Right. Regardless of the fact that you're stuck in the meat market. Like, I don't care, Therian. Make exactly. it happen. Well, and then Ethan says, you know, the Viper Queen's apparently your drug dealer. Why don't you ask her to let Therian go? And Lydia says, why don't you, Ethan Holstrom? And you're like, oh, yeah, a challenge. Mm -hmm. I feel Um, like all these people are challenging Ethan because they know there's so much more for him. mm. Like, because the Viper Queen does it, too. And Sabine, like, challenge, like, everybody challenges Ethan and he's acting like such a pushover and that he's not in charge. But I think all these people know he has the potential. They, to, there's something they sense. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so uh, Tristan asks, does Rude know? And the hind confirms, yes, he and Athelar and Bryce know. Baxian doesn't yet. And then Declan asks, why bother to save them? And, you know, Lydia says, Hunt Athlar is valuable to Bryce Quinlan to activating her power. Baxian is a powerful warrior and a skilled spy. He's valuable to all of us. And Ethan goes, and Rune? And she says, Rune is valuable to me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, it just gives me all the feels. I know. Um, And then we get into the conversation with the sprites. Yes. Um, So she's asking them about Arethas and, like, what they know if about her and if she's trustworthy yes which they say like obviously she's our queen and like she's she represents honor itself essentially which is very much in line with what we witnessed correct but they were like the whole conversation of like okay we'll tell you if you give us information on where she is and she's like they're in the asteris palace and they're like more and she's like should have bargained for more and this is what i'm like i love you like yeah so like why are you being slippery but at the same time i love that you are like yeah well, and it says very intense. This female might be an ally, but fuck, she was slippery. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's see. What else? I mean, really, it's essentially it, right? well, it ends with her begging. Like literally begging. Yeah. The fact that she has to clarify that, it's like, you know the hind doesn't beg. Um, but yeah. she's begging them to be ready in a moment's notice to go through with this plan because either Rune or Hunt is essentially gonna be killed. Yeah. Um so time's running out i know so this is gonna happen in two days oh let's go Mm -hmm. chapter 11 yep bryce learns of a hidden companion the dungeon is full of guilt but also hope yeah thoughts um azriel's been traveling with them like this whole time oh i love my shadow man um (laughs) also i'm like so curious to see what rune has in store for trying to escape the dungeon like yeah. I'm very curious. Like the way this ended, I was like, okay, what ideas do you have, Rune? Because you're all chained up. Like, <laughs> yep, <laughs> a little nervous, but yep. let's go, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're in the tunnels in Prithian, mm-hmm. and they're kind of looking at the different carvings. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, you know, Nesta makes a comment about like, you know, teleporting, mm-hmm. and Bryce admits that it drained her and that she's still recovering, mm-hmm. and Nesta's like what yeah how is your magic not replenished by now mm-hmm. but bryce isn't like 
really willing to like fully divulge that yet, right because she doesn't want to appear as weak mm-hmm. um I else? also just a little call out I thought it was interesting that there was a pegasus on the walls of the cave mm-hmm. and I know like the pegasus has been like definitely a theory thing and then yep. even like the promo little video for cc3 like there was the pegasus on the table yeah so i was like okay okay pegasus, 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 pegasus. i'm seeing it like what's gonna happen yep. so call out um yeah but so they wind up coming to a river yes. and they're trying to figure out how to cross it because bryce has used all of her powers so she yep. can't win out and then nest is like i've never really tried but also I'm a different kind of fae, yes. essentially. So they're trying to figure out how to get across. And Bryce goes and, like, touches it. It's freezing. But when she touches it, she realized her star grew brighter. And so it's like, okay, well, I think I need to follow this river. Yeah. As cold and sucky as that is. Yeah. She goes, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> and she just jumps right in. Yep. Um, and Nessa's like, what? Like, <laughs> but, like, Nessa has to follow her. So she jumps in after. And she's like, oh, idiot. Like. Yeah. Um, so they're and so she she's pissed. Mm-hmm. She's freezing. Yes. And Bryce is like, the star said to go this way. Right. And Nesta's like, you could have warned me. And she goes, why? You would have tried to talk me out of it. And Nesta says, because we could have come down here without having to get wet. <laughs> and you're like, wait, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. And then she just goes, you might as well come out now. And then <laughs> it's Asriel. <laughs> yes. I've been hiding in the shadows and following them this whole time. Yep. Um, and he could have flown them, which I was just like, it was so like it's such a comic relief moment. You're like, yeah, duh, Bryce. Yep. Um, okay, then we're in the dungeons, mm-hmm. and Hunt is bringing Rune and Baxian up to speed that Bryce is not in hell. Yep. And they have no idea where she is. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that sucks. Yes. Um, and they have been lowered to the ground now, so they're not just like hanging. So they yeah. they're starting to get like blood circulation back in their arms and like yeah. let them rest for a second. And but they can, they're sitting in all of their nasty. Yeah like blood Horrible. piss all of it disgusting and like they have to go get their food like crawl yeah. through all of that to get oh, food i'm like so bad but like they're actually able to rest which they haven't been able to because they've been strung up and like shoulders out of socket kind of thing so yeah um it's like a good agony i guess yeah um but it's just like sad to see how disgusting and awful it is for them there right well, and Rune's like, we need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And Hunt's basically like, I was in these dungeons for seven years. There's no way out. Right. And it's like, they've been in here like maybe a week. It's been like three days. Like, it has not been long. Seven years. It's unimaginable. And Baxian says, he goes, I never appreciated it, Athlar, like what you went through. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I feel like we just kind of brush over mm-hmm. the fact that he was tortured in these ways for seven years it honestly made me think of the vampire diaries oh my god <laughs> when <laughs> you know what i'm talking about Wait, which part are you referring to though with I'm, ta- vampire diaries? I'm talking about when um everything connects to the vampire diaries I know, though it all does when damon was like trapped with um oh what's his face from like the school they were they were like under that school and they were like doing all these like tests on them and yeah. whatnot for like years yeah enzo enzo thank you oh, that um, was terrible it was awful but it's like they they can recover so it's like they literally just keep doing the same torture over and over again oh, so they heal bad. and then and they like they heal them and then they redo it and you're just that like, was like 50 years i know it was, it was a stupid oh yeah terrible. but it like reminded me of that how they just like heal them to like retorture them yeah oh, awful oh so terrible mm-hmm um so let's see i i did think this was interesting though rune's response to hunts kind of just like mm-hmm. there's no way out right he goes you were alone then athalar and so it's just like 
little bit of brotherhood moment. It mm-hmm. says something glimmered in Athelar's eyes. Gratitude, maybe, or hope. Much better than what had been there moments ago. And it sharpened Rune's focus. Like, hmm. Mm, they're going to do it together. Yeah. So Hunt's like, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Dannon? Yep. We don't know. We'll but find I out. <laughs> All right. Last chapter. Yeah. Chapter 12. Mm-hmm. Bryce gets to know Asriel and Nesta. I like this grouping of Asriel, Nesta, and Bryce. Um, and it's just like interesting to see how they all interact and how they're all trying to get information without like divulging information. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely see them all as friends. And I also think it's really nice to see Nesta and Asriel's relationship yeah. and how it's progressed and like become more since mm-hmm. Silver Flames. Like this is kind of a nice insight into what the next Akatar book I think will have. Yeah, like you so. can tell the two of them really care for each other. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bryce is like low key pissed that Asriel was hiding this whole time. Yeah. Um, but Asriel was just like cracking up that they're like soaking wet, and he makes some comment about like, oh, that was kind of worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he was pissed. Like Nessa's like, yeah, he's been pissed since you like busted his shadows. Oh yeah. And it's like, well, you got wet, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so there's a lot of just like information exchange, yes. but like very lightly going on. Right. And it's all just like history. So it's like, what's the difference between a high fae and a regular fae and a Lyrian? Yeah. And it's like, do we have them on Midgard? Like, no, we have veneers. Like just yeah. information Basic about. Basic information right. swaps. Um, let's see. So Bryce asks a question. She's like, did the fae make these tunnels? And Asriel's kind of like thinking that it was the Midgard worm who mm-hmm. might have made it because it's like size wise kind of right and there's like perfect. bones <laughs> yeah bones just everywhere right um and bryce like trips and falls at this moment scratches up her hands and her knees and they're just kind of like could you be more careful mm-hmm. <laughs> please yeah um and then they just kind of keep going on and on and mm-hmm. on down these tunnels. well and so also like they notice bryce definitely notices that so Azra's holding the sword and the dagger mm-hmm. and when she gets near she can like feel them like being drawn to each other and she can tell that like Azra's uncomfortable in it yeah. like he keeps twitching and like even Nesta makes a comment about how like this is the twitchiest I've ever seen him like yeah. it clearly bothers him that they're so near each other which is interesting mm-hmm. um, and then so you had mentioned she falls and like the next day I feel like this is pointed out several times about yep. how her hands are still bleeding and Azrael's like Azrael like will not let this go like no. why are your hands still bleeding especially because her knees have stopped that's yeah. why it's like okay what's going on and Bryce is like you know all these theories about like my magic maybe it's your land maybe yeah. it's whatever um, I'm half human right Bryce is like but then or Azrael <laughs> is like then why are your knees healed right it's like this big thing but like nothing comes of it basically yeah. Um, but it's so also there was like the point when Azrael had helped her up. Bryce is like looking at his hands and notices oh, all the yeah. scars. And she says the male who birthed me used to burn my brother to punish him. The yeah. scars never healed for him either. And like clearly Azrael's uncomfortable and he just yeah. like drops her hands and walks away. And it's like Nesta apologizes that her brother had to go through that. But it's like I just Azrael, my heart. I know. Um, all right. So then there's a little bit more of like information exchange talking about like the Daglin and, mm-hmm. you know, Nesta brings up Lanthus, who mm-hmm. we know from Silver Flames that she killed him. And Bryce asks how and Nesta pulls out her sword mm-hmm. and tells Bryce the name that it's Ataraxia. And Bryce knows the old language. Right. So she's just like, that's an old language word. Inner peace. That's your sword's name. 
And Nesta says, Lanthus laughed when he heard it too. And Bryce just goes, I'm not laughing. Mm-hmm. And I just loved that. I know. It was like such ah! a good exchange. Yeah. Um, and then she asks Bryce about the eight pointed star on her chest. Yeah. And so Bryce kind of relays a little bit of information about that and like the starlight in it. Like it's, she's like, it's a star, but it's not like actually like a, a burning gas kind of star. And right. Kind of just explaining that it's just starlight. And Nesta's asking, like, what's the difference, basically, between that and the Asteri? If you both have, like, this star power. And Bryce is like, I don't know, really. I know. That's a good question. I know. When she said that, I was like, huh, yeah, that actually. I don't know why we haven't asked that yet. I know. I was like, why didn't I ask that? But that's Mm -hmm. a great question. But Bryce really doesn't know um, as of this point. Yeah. She's like, I I think mine is more, like, light, Mm -hmm. right? Theirs might be something, like more more because it's more about killing and destroying so Mm -hmm. it's like something that's light but not actually light Mm -hmm. maybe they just call it a star to make themselves feel yeah (laughs) (laughs) so questions Mm -hmm. Um, but then they're talking about swords again and nesta tells bryce that her sword is one that can kill the unkillable Mm. Um, and bryce confirms like her star sword also can as well and then she's asking asriel about the dagger if that can as well he says no but it's called truth teller and it cannot i'm like okay okay why can his not when yours can if they are like united like i find that interesting that his can't um let's see so uh bryce brings up the fact that like when she landed on the lawn, mm-hmm. her sword and truth teller were like instantly drawn together. Yep. And Nesta is like, like calls to like. But then Bryce says, this was unique. It felt like an answer. Mm-hmm. And I was intrigued by that. It's an intriguing sense. So. Um, but then they're asking about her tattoo um, and the mm-hmm. language of it. And again, like she doesn't know. She like kind of tells them about Danica getting her drunk and just yeah. like picked a language, whatever. And she's just like, she's trying to figure out the truth basically that Dana un- Danica was uncovering and just revealing to them like she doesn't really know but she's like working on it and right yeah and she's hoping you know if she ever gets home she'll learn the rest right and other than that they they don't really know no um but Bryce is looking back at the um artwork mm-hmm. and you know Nesta asks her, like, what does that mean? Like, if you don't, like, need context to, like, kind of figure that out. Mm-hmm. And Bryce goes, it means that there was once joy in this world. And Nesta's like, that's it? And Bryce says, isn't that all that matters? Mm. So we end this, like, low-key depressing chapter. Yeah. On a somewhat hopeful note that, like, joy existed in the world once. Mm-hmm. It will again. I know. One day it will again. Yes. And that's where we end. I know. So next week, we're doing chapters 13 through 17. Yeah. And then this mini is the rest of the bonus chapters. Yes. So we'll be going through those. Yeah. So that's the Ember Randall, uh, Bryce Hunt, and Bryce Danica chapters. Yes. So this Thursday, check those out to hear our thoughts on the bonus chapters. Yeah. And let us know what you thought of this week. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.